Hello, and welcome to Impact the Borough, a podcast from the Greensboro Chamber of Commerce. I'm Brent Christensen, the president and CEO of the Chamber. Each week, we'll highlight what we're doing to start and grow businesses, create quality jobs, and develop our workforce. We'll also check in with our community partners to share inspiring stories and important information from across our community. This podcast is brought to you by TrueLiant Federal Credit Union a modern, mission-driven financial institution focused on the needs of its members, the businesses it serves, and our community. With five locations in Guilford County, including a dedicated commercial lending office at Friendly Center and a highly rated mobile banking app, TrueLiant makes it their business to help you grow yours. Visit TrueLiant.org for more information. Welcome back, everyone, to Impact the Borough podcast series of the Chamber of Commerce in Greensboro. My name is Caroline Dean Glover. I work for Action Greensboro, and more specifically, I'm the Student Engagement and Events Manager for Campus Greensboro. Um, For those of you who don't know, Campus Greensboro is an initiative of a nonprofit here that helps get students connected um, to paid internships in the city. But today, we are talking more specifically about Foodie Greensboro and all of the great things that there are to eat downtown, ways to get out in the city and enjoy the wonderful cuisine that we have in Greensboro. Uh, We know we have so many young professionals and college students downtown, so we just really want to share our experiences with eating downtown and in the city. But I am not the expert on the call today. We have three guests who are joining us, Holly Devaro, James Donnell, and Rodrigo Ortiz, who are the foodie experts. So I'm going to allow them to introduce themselves, talk a little bit about how they came onto the Greensboro foodie scene or how they learned about Greensboro, um, and then what they're up to now. So we can start off with James, if that's okay. Yeah, that sounds good. Hey, everybody. My name is James Donnell. I'm a second year law student at Elon Law. And I was a two-time Campus Greensboro Fellow, 2018-2019. Um, and I'm from the Greensboro area, born and raised. Glad to be here. Awesome. Thank you, James. And we will hop over to Holly. Hey, everyone. My name is Holly Nabarro. And like James, I also was a Campus Greensboro Fellow in the year of 2019. So James and I also overlapped one year at law school at Elon University School of Law. And... Um, I lived in downtown Greensboro at Greenway at Fisher Park for three years, so I've gotten very familiar with the area and all the good places to eat, and um, I'm excited to be here, too. Awesome. Thank you, Holly. And then last but certainly not least, Rodrigo Ortiz. So, hi, I'm Rodrigo here at Common Grounds, uh, enjoying some local coffee, supporting local businesses. I've been a native here since four years old, so like back in 1992, and I I'm not a uh, fellow campus Greensboro alumni, but I am a big foodie in Greensboro, and I do run a uh, pretty popular blog called Go Greensboro, trying to connect people to awesome places to explore and uh, enjoy living here in the city of Greensboro, so that's me. Awesome. So as you all can hear, we have a great group of people here to talk about the food experience in Greensboro, and Rodrigo definitely talk more about Go Greensboro as we move through. That's an amazing Um, blog and Instagram account that you run. So awesome on that. So we will start off. Feel free to jump in at any point with your answers, unmute and hop in. Um, But I just want to start off with how would you describe yourself as a foodie? I know that everyone has different preferences. What do you like? What do you look for in food downtown? So how would you describe yourself personally as a foodie? I think I would describe myself as really open to try anything. I think Greensboro offers a lot of different and unique places to eat. There's a lot of 
different types of food that are offered. There's not just, you know, burger places or wing places. There's a lot of different places. So there's a lot of opportunity to try a little bit of everything. I would have to agree with Holly. There's uh, a wide range of variety of options to choose from. And I feel like Greensboro is uh, expanding on those options. For example, Machete is a very fine dine restaurant. And I believe Tev, who owns the place, uh, he was in San Francisco for a while and he wanted to bring that style of cuisine back to his hometown of Greensboro. So as Holly said, uh, I'm a food who just likes to explore the options and see what's out here and kind of like present that in a pleasable way for the for my audience and just try to connect people to all the cool places in Greensboro. So I love it all. I love food. I love it. Absolutely. I'm the same, kind of trying anything, putting it out there. Being from the area, I'd say I grew up on soul food. So I love the soul food options. Um, and I also have a super sweet tooth. Um, so I'm always trying to find the best um, dessert place or cheesecakes by Alex, things of that nature. Absolutely. Cheesecakes by Alex is one of my favorite spots, but I have to limit how often I go there. It's very dangerous. <laughs> so thinking more about Greensboro, if you had to describe the food scene in Greensboro, what words would you use to describe it? What would you say to someone who's maybe interested in coming to town, who's a foodie who lives here? Um, how would you describe the food scene here in the city? I would say it's bold, it's authentic, it's uh, to the core of what they're presenting. Like, uh, for example, Pho Hem Vung, their traditional pho place and a Vietnamese style restaurant, and they've become very popular and expanded since the time I've been going there. Uh, then you have other great places, uh, Jerusalem Market on Elm, you know, just a wide range of variety, but authentic cuisine where you can get the flavor of their home, home, home places. So that's what I really enjoy, what Greensboro presents to, uh, to our city. Yeah, I piggyback off that and say it's very ethnic, very cultural. You can get a wide range of things. I was also going to mention Jerusalem on Elm. I love it there. Um, so I just love that you can get so many different cultures right on the same street. I love that. Um, and I agree with you. I think that when I first moved to Greensboro, I was so shocked by all the options that were in town. There's so many amazing restaurants and so many local owners too. You know, they're not big chains. They're people who really put their heart and soul into their food. And I think that just makes it taste even better, of course. Um, so I was thinking for the podcast today for a fun twist. We could walk through a day of eating in Greensboro. So visiting different foods and times of the day that you might go out to eat and places that are your favorite or places that come to mind, um, if that sounds okay with you all. So I wanted to start off with the morning, you're waking up, you're tired. So where is a good place to go get some juice, some coffee, somewhere that you can kind of wake up and get your day started in Greensboro? My favorite place living downtown was to go to um, Deep Roots Market, which was across the street from where I lived. And before COVID, they used to have a hot bar so you could, you know, get eggs and different breakfast things. But now they do prepackaged sandwiches, which is the best known secret in Greensboro. You can get a $1.99 breakfast sandwich and it is so delicious. Yes, a biscuit with sausage and bacon and cheese. And it's really honestly delicious. And um they do have coffee and other things, and you can grab juice from the coolers and things like that, but that's my favorite place to go for breakfast in the morning. That sounds so good. I'm mad that I didn't know about this until this point, so pro tip. I have to agree. I did not know about that, so thank you, Holly. <laughs> I'm going to have to go check them out tomorrow morning. 
before I go to one of my favorite spots, which is around the corner, uh, Union Coffee. I think they have some of the best coffee, even though I love coffee and I am at Common Grounds right now. I just love supporting local as much as I can. <laughs> uh, so yeah, my morning routine will be stopping by Union. Now I'm gonna have to stop by Deep Roots and get me some morning breakfast there. Thanks, big ups to Holly. And after that, I like to uh, go do some work while I'm working at Union. Maybe afterwards have some lunch at uh, the many options that downtown has now. From, uh, you got Mellow Mushroom, Bon Chan, Jerusalem Market, Chess Ganesh, just so many. And then for lunch, maybe I'll stop by, I don't know, explore Jake's Billards for some, some good food and beers with friends. Joy Mongers, food trucks, they'll be having some good stuff happening. Uh, yeah, I could go on for days, but I'm going to let my brother James hop on. <laughs> um, yeah, I agree. I'm not a big coffee drinker, um, but ironically, I have been to Cheesecakes by Alex for a cup of coffee and the um, apple, apple making, apple maple bacon cupcake, I believe. It's not a good thing for breakfast, but it was pretty good. (laughs) (laughs) That's one of those combos that you just hear it and you're like, I just don't know how that's going to taste. And then you eat it and you can never go back. It's just the best. Um, So I agree. So kind of bouncing off of that, we talked about breakfast. I know that we touched a little bit on brunch, but did we miss any brunch places? I know that that's a huge thing in the millennial generation that I have not personally gotten into, but I feel like everybody's heading out to brunch. So is there any place that we missed that y'all wanted to add in that's good to go to for brunch? Yeah, I'll add something. It's a little outside of downtown, but right down the street on Summit Avenue. And I'd say Summit Cafe. Um, it's kind of a new place, very, um, you have to see, it's a hidden gym, um, but I would definitely look that place up. Yeah. I've actually never been there before, so I'll have to go myself. I agree. I've, I've literally seen it all the time. I'm always crossing Summit. I know exactly where it's at. It's uh, next to where a subway used to be, I believe, so I'm not to check that place out. But Melt Kitchen is a great place. They have bottomless mimosas, so it can get a little dangerous if, you know, if you don't know how to <laughs> manage and be a responsible uh, adult but uh they do have a time limit right now with corona to allow other guests to come in but milk kitchen for brunch is a go-to i would also say the sage mule um which is also right next to deep roots they have an incredible cinnamon roll that comes in different flavors which is extremely good um and then also Dane's Chicken and Waffles. Um, that's another great place to go for brunch if you want something sweet and savory at the same time. And they do have some outside seating, so it's nice to sit out there when the weather's nice. Yeah, those are all great recommendations. And I'm thinking too about, and I'm glad you brought that up, Holly, about good places to get outside. Finally, the weather is warming up again. So hopefully we'll be able to do some more open streets downtown and be able to get out and really um, enjoy some more of the local food scene as well. Um, so kind of hopping over to lunch dinner world, um, where is your favorite place to go grab dinner downtown um, or just to grab dinner in town in general? Um, it could be sit down, something quick, but where's your favorite place to go for a dinner meal? Um, I'll start with lunch first. And one of my favorite places um, for lunch um, during school when we were on campus and everything was Cafe 13 in the Renaissance Plaza. Um, it's a hidden gym soul food-ish type food, but it's great. Um, and you you would never know it's there, um, but it's one of the best places for lunch. The dinner, I have to say, uh, one of the a place that I highly recommend going back is Machete. They've done a phenomenal job with their menu. It's pretty pricey, but it's worth every cent. And uh, their service is 
great. Uh, they're very up on COVID uh, procedures. So yeah, I would recommend Machete. That's one of my best places. Even though I wish I could afford it every day, but I can't. But uh, it's it's really really delicious. Right around the corner from you, Holly. So I would recommend it if you haven't been yet. I feel like I constantly hear about them coming out with different menus, different options. Uh, they seem to really be innovating what they're doing a lot there. So, you know, even if you've been maybe last year in the past six months, make sure to go back and check out the new stuff that they have on the menu. Um, I would say that one of, like James said, back, you know, when things were back in normal times, um, there's a food hall down on um, Elm Street and Midori Japanese Grill has the best hibachi ever. Um, they get you in really quick and it's very price price efficient and delicious. So we would go there a lot during school and there's some other restaurants down in that food hall, which is kind of, you know, off the beaten path. If you don't know it's there, you might miss it. So that's a great lunch spot to go to. And then dinner, one of my favorite places is Hops Burger Bar. There's two locations in Greensboro, but I usually go to the one, I think on Lawndale. So the spicy goat is my favorite burger there. So it's a good place to go if you're into burgers and wings and kind of bar food. Absolutely. I have to second you on Hobbs. My parents came into town a few weeks ago and my dad is a big burger guy, like charcoal grill backyard. And he was like, I'm not going to Hobbs. Like I fix my own burgers, all this stuff. And then we went and he just couldn't even believe it. He ordered like three hamburgers. We were there the whole time. Uh, and so it was just a lot of fun. So definitely recommend Hobbs for anyone who's looking for a good burger. And I have so, to, I have to come in and add in on that, in that, food hall where uh, Midori is found there's a new restaurant that just opened up too uh, I'm not too familiar with the name but it's called Z it starts with something Z but it's a Mediterranean so just give them some love they're new they just got there <laughs> so I just wanted to add that in because the food hall is is growing it's, it's a cool little food hall and it is a hidden gem absolutely and I'm trying to remember the name I saw that come across my feed just the other day I'll look that up and add it in before we hop off today because I want to make sure to give them a shout out. So now moving on to my favorite meal of the day, I'm with James on this one, big sweets person. I'll eat them for every meal. <laughs> and so where's your favorite place in Greensboro to go grab some sweets um, to satisfy your sweet tooth, maybe to sit down with coffee and sweets, if that's your thing um, in town. Yeah, I'll start off. Um, number one, I love Maxi B's. Um, I actually just got some Maxi B's. Um, and then the other one would be Duck Donuts off of Pisgah Church. Um, I love those two. I know we already said it, but Cheesecake by Alex and their name is semi-deceiving because you might think they only have cheesecake, but they actually have cakes and brownies and cookies and they have gelato now. So, um, it's a great place to go. And if you, I like that you could order individual slices, but they'll make it into a giant cheesecake. So you could have 12 different flavors of something and they put in a box and a bow and it's really presentable. So I like doing that if I'm going somewhere or seeing friends to bring it with me. And to keep it in downtown area, I have to give a shout out to Taylor over at Baked GSO. She uh, does a phenomenal job. She's uh, local. She was actually uh, featured on a Netflix special. So big ups to Taylor and Baked GSO. Her macrons are phenomenal. And aside from that, uh, Dose Aroma as well on uh, Westover near World, World of Beer, I believe. Yeah, they're really good. Uh, I, I can go for days. I love sweets as well. <laughs> I know, I'm the same. I feel like Maxi B's is my personal go-to. I need to expand my palate a little bit. Um, that's where I used to go a lot when I was in college, of course. And so now I'm looking to get into some other sweet spots in Greensboro and kind of check those out. 
So then moving past meals, we're on to sweets and then kind of finishing out the day, um, maybe a good place in town to grab drinks with friends, to go hang out. Um, if you're into gaming, you all might know what I'm alluding to, like going downtown, playing games, dancing. Um, where's a good place to just get out and hang out with friends after work and kind of let the day go? I would like to start off, I'll say German Draft is one of my favorite places to go. It's pretty mellow. The environment is chill. They have great mixed drinks, not pricey. Uh, it's a great way to just have conversations over spirits. Uh, that's one of the good places. And then head on over to the many breweries, South End. You got Little Brother down the street and then head on over to a little bit closer to Midtown where uh, Joy Mongers is found. So we, we can definitely do some, uh, what's it called, bar hopping. <laughs> yeah, I agree with Rodrigo. Um, I love Dram and Drought. Um, and another one I'd add, I'm a little bit more chill and subdued, so I'd say the tasting room. <laughs> I would say that living, just the location to where I used to live, Joy Mongers was my favorite place. They... Um, my favorite beer there is the Citrus Session IPA. I'm sorry. And um, recently, they it's kind of on the corner of the street, but they put some picnic tables outside. So you can bring a blanket and some chairs and just sit out there during the day. Um, another place that I really like is the craft beer shop. Um, there's a little bar inside. So you could either go in and sit down at the bar and get some beer or you could take it to go. And that's like a little hidden spot that most people don't really know about. Um, but those are two of my favorite places. And then kind of more of a nightcap, if you want to go a little bit more upscale, Undercurrent has a really nice bar and a nice selection of alcohol. So if you wanted to go there, you know, at the end of the night or on a date or something a little more upscale, that's a really good place to go. Absolutely. Those are all great recommendations. Um, I know that outside of Joymonger's Lo-Fi Park um, is there and they are doing a lot of really cool renovations on that space right now. Previously, it was kind of a, a patio area where you could just hang out, um, but now they're putting in a lot of cool grading and adding trees and benches, and that's just going to be a really nice spot downtown. Um, you know, while you're out downtown, you can always hit a boxcar, hopping around, kind of walking through town, um, just enjoying a good, you know, classic night out in Greensboro as well. So, that's kind of walking through the day of Greensboro. Those are all great recommendations and places to eat in town. Um, and I wanted to ask another question to you all that was a little bit more personal to your food preferences in Greensboro and asking if you could remember the best meal you've ever eaten in Greensboro. So a meal that you just sat down and you ate it and you were like, that was amazing. You went home, you just thought about it and wanted to go back and where that was at and what you had. I'll be happy to start off <laughs> going back at machete and machete hands down was one of the most memorable meals. It was from appetizer to entree to dessert to the mixed drinks, just hands down five stars. Uh, what I had there was a capriccia. It's like, I guess it's like a raw steak with like some good little chili lime sauce around it. And they have like some crispy, I don't know what it was. They, they know what to do. They just really astounded me. Hands down to Wagyu State, hands down, just melted in my mouth. I've been dying to have some more. It was like three, two months ago, maybe I went and I'm still craving it. But like I said, it's not the cheapest, but it is definitely a memorable experience. But they do have small bite-sized dishes that are more affordable if you just want to go enjoy a nightcap and a nice evening around downtown. I would say probably my most memorable meal that I still think about this to this day is after I first moved in my apartment, when I first moved to Greensboro, after unpacking all day and my parents and me with pure chaos, we went to Crafted, 
which was, it used to be in the spot Machete is in now, but they moved down to Elm to a bigger location. But I had the big truck taco and the traditional one and a side of, I had the house chips, but I just remember it being so good. And to this day, I still think about that meal and how good it was and how, I think I was absolutely starving at that point, but um, it was absolutely delicious. And I still think about it to this day. Yeah, I think two came to mind and they're kind of on the extremes. Um, I'd say one on the very extreme would be Fleming's Steakhouse. I feel like it was pretty good. I love their lobster bisque. Um, that was great. And then on the other end, a little bit more affordable, I'd say Lux Lounge. Um, they have some great wings and their sauce. And I love that. Their whole menu, actually. This whole conversation is making me really hungry. I'm realizing I should have like eaten some snacks before this. Um, and so I would putting in an own plug for some of my favorite restaurants too. Um, I live in Revolution Mill in town. And so, you know, Cal and Kajuno Forno is right here. Um, if you love pizza and have not been to Kajuno Forno yet, you got to go tomorrow. It's just so good. They're the best. Um, and then of course, Cal is just delicious. Uh, their brisket mac and cheese is to die for. I think about it constantly, whether I've eaten it recently or not. It's just so good. Um, and so those are two of my favorites for sure. And so I know that during COVID, this has been a strange time for the eating and drinking scene in Greensboro. And we are always saying to people in town, you know, eat local, go out, do what you can to support our local community. Um, but I wanted to ask the experts, you know, is there anything that we can do to support our local restaurants right now? If you're not comfortable getting out or maybe you are, what would you recommend for supporting local um, restaurants during this time? I would say uh, anything from just uh, engaging on their social media, sharing the posts, liking it, commenting, uh, sharing it on, their, on your stories, saving it. Because when you save it, it helps the algorithm for their posts to be seen more on other people's feed. So it gives them more awareness. Uh, ordering takeout, participating in cool programs like Downtown Greensboro is doing. You know, you go eat Downtown Greensboro and save your receipt and you can enter to win $500. Uh, but like if you can't afford to go out, just yeah, just engaging and supporting them on their social media, you know, not just scrolling by, but like tap, double tapping and commenting and just, you know, being social on what is a social network. Yeah, I agree. I'd say just being intentional, um, trying to engage directly. Um, you know, what I'm saying perhaps instead of getting it through DoorDash or, or something like that, maybe you just order directly from the restaurant, you go pick it up, you just kind of make that connection, just say, hey, what's up, stop by, and let them know that you're, you know what I'm saying, you're still supporting the business. I agree with both of what James and Rodrigo just said. Um, I'm a big fan of Instagram posts of the food. Um, since you can't really go into restaurants right now, I usually look at what people have on their plates already and kind of say, oh, maybe I'll order that. So since we can't do that, I find it helpful when restaurants, you know, post the over picture of what they're serving that day or maybe what their special is. And then I'll see it and be more inclined to want to go out and get it that day. So just keeping up with social media, like they said, and interacting with them and letting them know that we're here to support them really helps me try to support them more by seeing all the great food that they're cooking in their kitchen that makes me want it more. Yeah, those are all great recommendations. And just thinking about the little things. I think a lot of times it's like, oh, I need to go and I might not feel comfortable, but I need to go sit in the restaurant and eat. But there are so many other ways that you can support local restaurants. Um, I know that something that I saw that kind of came out around the holidays was buy gift cards. Buy gift cards people can use later. They can use for takeout, um, give those for birthday presents. Um, and so trying to implement some of those small things to help out 
um, can always be great too. Also, Rodrigo, the power of Googling and resharing things. Was Zaytun the restaurant that you were thinking about that's new to town? Yes, Zaytun is a place. Perfect. So everyone, that's the one we're looking for. <laughs> <laughs> I Googled Greensboro restaurant with a Z. So, you know, it doesn't take much <laughs> to get there. Um, well, this has been such a fun conversation. And as we're wrapping up here at the end, I did want to ask you all, is there any place that we didn't talk about in Greensboro, maybe a hole in the wall spot that's really your favorite or any place that you just wanted to give a quick shout out to um, that maybe we didn't get to touch on yet? Um, I think Rodrigo mentioned it a little bit, but we didn't really talk about it. There are a ton of food trucks on Westgate City, um, a ton of food trucks that so many different things. You can find anything you like and I can't name them all, but you go to Gate City, you'll be able to find a food truck. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great recommendation. Yeah, I agree with James. Uh, I think they are out there usually over there by uh, Khan's Appliance Center in that big space. Just except all kinds of food you can you can think of. So uh, one place I would like to give a shout out to is one obsession of mine recently, thanks to Crafted. Uh, Chris, he came out with a special, Quesabiras. So they had them once there, and then after that, I tried them there. I've been craving them, but she only gives them out on Wednesdays after 5 o'clock. But after that, I've been going to, like, all the other Mexican restaurants. And one of the best places that I found is El Camino Real. So it's off of uh, Spring Garden near Flathead Vun, but they got some really good quesadillas when you can't get them over at Crafted on Wednesday. So that's big shout-out to them. <laughs> Um, I wanted to give a shout out to Elizabeth's Pizza. I'm from New Jersey originally, and I think the pizza is very similar style, New York style. So I really like that place. And then also Stumble Stillskins, big shout out to them in law school. We used to go there a lot after exams and they have incredible burgers and wings and honestly the best bar food and some great company. So that's a great place to hit up if you're just in the mood for that kind of environment. Absolutely. And I feel like I've learned about so many places. I mean, I have not been living in, in Greensboro for too long now, but there are definitely a lot of places that I have yet to go to or have missed. So I appreciate you all sharing your expertise. You definitely just have a breadth of knowledge between the three of you. So I really appreciate it. Um, and I also wanted to allow some time for Rodrigo here at the end to talk a little bit more about Go Greensboro, your amazing platform, um, and how you got interested in doing that. Um, I know that you told a little bit of your story on your Instagram, but just giving you an opportunity to talk a little bit more about that. Sure thing. Uh, so I started a digital marketing company back in 2018, and I ran across the challenge of getting my foot in the door with businesses and seeing that I know what I'm doing with my youth required skill set. So I thought, you know, what better way than to showcase all that Greensboro is offering? I think it's uh, the go-to guide for people to find out what's happening in Greensboro. I just recently launched the website. It's uh, www.letsgogreensboro.com. Yes, I'm very excited for it. and. It's allowed me to connect deeper to my community that has given my family, being an immigrant uh, here in Greensboro when I was four years old, just to have a dream to give back more to this to this community. And I don't know, just a lot of collaborations, future collaborations, future podcasting, and just great stuff. Uh, you no, know, Holly, James, didn't know you guys, and I know two, two, two 
residents of Greensboro that I might see across and be like, hey guys, how y'all doing? Ebbles, because, you know, COVID stuff. But, <laughs> but regardless, uh, yeah, Go Greensboro is uh, it's a little baby now, and I'm grateful of it. And uh, do follow it and stay connected and, you know, happy exploring, because there's a lot to explore here. Absolutely. I know that we're constantly reposting your stuff on our social media. Um, of course, college students always love to see that. So we just appreciate your hard work going into that. Um, and as well, if students are interested in staying in the area, for anyone who's listening, if you're interested in an internship over the summer and you want to be part of this cool foodie cult uh, culture in Greensboro over the summer, you can be a fellow in the fellows program with Campus Greensboro. We would love to have you um, and have applications open now. So you can always head over to the Campus Greensboro website for more info on that. So wrapping up here at the end, I just want to give a virtual round of applause to Rodrigo, Holly, and James. You all were incredible. Uh, I've learned so much through this conversation and had a lot of fun. Um, and I just appreciate your time with sharing the foodie story this of Greensboro. This podcast is brought to you by Truliant Federal Credit Union, a modern, mission-driven financial institution focused on the needs of its members, the businesses it serves, and our community. With five locations in Guilford County, including a dedicated commercial lending office at Friendly Center, and a highly rated mobile banking app, Truliant makes it their business to help you grow yours. Visit truliant.org for more information. You can find all of our episodes on YouTube thanks to our video sponsor, North State. Make sure to subscribe so you'll get new episodes delivered to your device each week. You can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at GSO Chamber. See you next time. Thank you.